0: The mission today is to sharpen your swords and get you ready for battle. It's time to fine tune your craft and make you the best in what you do. The mission is to equip you to help anyone purchase what they need. We'll share the best advice from the best in their industry. You'll be listening to a conversation you wish you had with the mentors you wish you had. Take what makes sense to you and makes you better in your career. You guys, Bruce Lee said it best. Absorb what is useful and discard what is not hey everybody welcome to the commission mission i'm
1: micah henderson and i'm eric gerace and i'm excited about today's guest micah it's it might stray a little bit from our typical format but the topic and and the value that uh, our guest is bringing today is invaluable. Very important. Um, it's, it's a very personable topic to me. You know, my dad was a Vietnam veteran and suffers from, and has been diagnosed with PTSD. And has had a lot of challenges around that. And um, my family, with their income, rely heavily on the services that they were promised when my dad went into war, and our our guest here, Ted Blickwettle, is a, a whistleblower, I guess if if that's an accurate term, Ted, um, on the services that the VA is providing. He's co-authored a book with our previous guest, Jerry Strave, um, "Broken Promises." And um, thank you for for coming on the show today, Ted. We're Glad to be here. Happy to have you and excited to to get this out to as many people as possible and, and let this awareness permeate through you know everyone because it 's such an important topic and, and so many people it 's not something that one or two or ten or a thousand people it 's tens hundreds of thousands of people that are suffering from this uh, disease and um, the, like Micah said earlier when we were talking before the show. Servicemen that have come back from war or had this experience that have have led to PTSD, they permeate every aspect of our society. And um, it's so important that they get the care that they need to effectively. Hmm. Thank you for being here, Ted. Well, Thank you for having me and so how about just give us a little background you know like your experience i mean it's an amazing story jerry shared it with us somewhat on our previous episode but uh, coming from the horse's mouth you know we would really like to have your perspective on this and and what happened what led up to the circumstances with the va and we'll just let you go at it for a while and ask questions along the way i guess
2: and so what ended up happening then is I put together a package um, of documents and grievances that I filed with various federal agencies. And I saw Senator Reed's staff here in Rhode Island who ended up um, backing me up. And 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 getting the GAO to do a federal investigation which validated my allegations, and that and that report came out in around September of 2020. Well, along the way, I had uh, numerous local and national media interviews with this, uh, including uh, Military Times, NPR, NBC. Um, you know, getting the word out about all this and. Eventually, this led to the very beginning of 2021, congressional legislation called the Vet Center Improvement Act, um, which came about as a result of the GAO investigation. And they even let me put my language in the bill, which was kind of nice to kind of tighten some things up to make sure there was going to be true accountability. And this bill is currently um, in uh, Congress at the point on the Senate side where it's already gotten through committee,
1: um,
2: and they're trying to hotline the bill through unanimous consent, and the the backup plan is the Senate and the House side are planning to amend it to uh, another piece of legislation that will be voted on very soon in the near future. And this is what this is all about. It's come down to this because this legislation does address these very issues that I had just explained and then some in terms uh, of hiring practices. So I do want to say uh, before moving on and maybe questions you might have at this juncture is to give you an example of further retaliation, mind you, 15 months ago or or so, maybe 16, around March of uh, 2021, I go to the Vet Center, hadn't been there in three and a half years, (laughs) to drop off a memorial donation for a counselor I used to work with there that had passed away, I was a, a pole bearer in her funeral. She was a veteran, Vietnam era, and in um, fact, her husband was a captain, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in in, uh, in the Marine Corps in, Viet, in the Vietnam War back in the day. So my director who was kind of the tip of the spear in the retaliation which she would never have done without collusion with upper management because she never acts alone uh wasn't even there that day and ends up having a no trespass order placed against me by filing a fraudulent police report to the va locally here who dealt with the warwick township police and they wouldn't even give me a copy of the full report claiming the investigation was ongoing. They never interviewed me. They never yeah, interviewed the counselors. You really uh, struck
0: a nerve there, didn't you?
2: Yeah, and they didn't yeah. even interview the other counselors um, there that day. So I had to hire a law firm to get this whole thing eventually rescinded based on evidence and, and statements from counselors that stepped up and had the courage yeah. you know, to back me up, to refute the so ridiculous that your, she was saying in this report. Oh, absolutely. And so that happened and she and her boss got a scathing letter, the boss in Washington, you know, about, you know, you keep, you you keep doing this kind of thing, you know, we're, we're coming after you legally. You know, this defamation of my client is just unacceptable under the circumstances based on the lies that was used to, um, to substantiate the no trespass order. And it was, it was crazy. So I have a GoFundMe, uh, site that was set up by whistleblowers of america to help me recoup my legal expenses Um, and if you go to my website um, which is www.vabreakingpromises.com you have that in some of your um, information I had forwarded to you last night. Um, it's very important to get the word out about that because not only you know can it direct people who wanna help out with my legal expenses to the GoFundMe site under the bio tab in my website, sure. but more importantly, it promotes the book that just came out that uh, I, I had authored called Broken Promises. And basically, it gets into all of these things I just explained, the issues, what needs to happen, the media coverage, the political action that occurred, the retaliation piece that I go into a lot Got more it. detail than I am here, and, and and the severe impact it had, not just on me, but my entire social psychosocial network. Sure. Very far-reaching <laughs> stuff. And and if I may say real quick, the, the book itself ends on a positive constructive note where it inspires whistleblowers, counselors in the system and veterans to be able to have hope, knowing that you can take on you know a big government agency and mm-hmm. win because essentially i really have with this legislation even though it's being waited to to be voted on and i go through a blueprint of steps mm-hmm. of how to do what i did to be maximally successful for the most favorable outcome possible avoiding some of the pitfalls that i made along the In way the, the so hard way didn't you yeah
0: yeah so um yeah that legislation i mean that definitely sounds like it's going to end on a, on a positive note and I'd be curious to see you know who would would you know vote against it. Um, but I, I think that the the term, you know, whistleblower that may have some sort of negative connotation and but I I, I don't personally see why I think transparency is is an amazing thing. If everything's on the up and up, um, you know, there, there shouldn't be a problem, uh, you know, the, like the word confrontation has a negative connotation, but um, I, I it could be positive, too. You know, you, you can confront someone about doing a great job um, and it, either way, it clears the the air, uh, but a key word that I, I heard you mention a second ago that that I wanted to touch on a second is accountability. That uh, you know this shouldn't be um, something of of a um, a, a new uh, idea. Um, you're supposed to do what you say when whenever you you uh, make a commitment, um, and if you don't. You know, you you should expect somebody with the moral compass, with with the the principles to to say, hey, this isn't right.
1: And especially like with, with if you're creating a business or in a business and you're creating a business model, when you start to put profits above people and profits above being decent, you know, turning patients into cattle, basically... and turning your, your, uh, healthcare workers and the people that are the healthcare providers into, um, basically indentured slaves that are, have to like crank these out, crank these out where the, the product itself that, that they're supposed to be offering, which is, which is healing (laughs) is not occurring, you know, in those instances. And so When you start to look at your own business and no matter what it is, as you set these up, these are so important to keep these in mind, you know, to, to like, there's a few things that you, that's really struck out to me with when you're sharing Jerry was that all you did was speak the truth. You know, um, the truth should not stop or make a business less profitable. (laughs) You know, it should, it should move it forward. It should. And so to fight and resist against that, that was really struck out to me. Another thing was look what one man can do. You're one person that said, no. And said, this isn't right. And you put a lot at risk. You put your job at risk. You put your freedom at risk. Reputation. Your reputation oh, I,
2: paid, I paid. I paid a heavy price.
1: Yes. Yeah, but, I did. But it really stood out to me when you st- mentioned that you now this bill is in, in our Congress and Senate. One man... Started this. And so we always think we're just a small person. We don't have a voice. It's this big machine that we're um, up against. Um, but we do have that power, especially when you're taking a stand for the truth. Because one of my favorite sayings ever was um, uh, the truth is like a lion. You know you don't ha- you shouldn't have to defend it you just set it free and it defends itself and um, and stepping into that uh, you stepped into that foolheartedly and and so few people would would take those risks and pay the price that you did but I think you're a huge inspiration um, for people that are facing circumstances and situations like this in their job or in their business um, that it's it's more important to stand for the truth <clears throat> than it is to um, put profits over people.
0: Highland Finance, helping you prepare for life. IRS takes your money, stock market risks your money, and inflation reduces the buying power. At Highland Finance, we believe you should feel confident in your future. Our proven track record helps our clients prepare for life. Call 850 359 the other thing that I want to talk to you about, Ted, besides uh, doing what you say, which, I mean, th- this is a basic principle. I, I, I uh, you know, anybody that I'm training, anybody that I'm mentoring, um, you know, t- for people to trust you uh, in, in in life, you know, not only wanting to be around you and, you know, um, just spend time with you, but never, nevertheless do business with you. I mean, this is the type of stuff I say to my 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 kids. Well, my you coaching, know, you, coaching you classes. Do,
1: yeah. People do business with. People they like, know, like, and yeah. trust, you know? I mean, that's like in every
0: business class, yeah. every coaching cl- class you'll ever hear. Um, and, and, you know, it, 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 but you, you shouldn't even have to say it. You know, that's, that's, that's common sense. But the other thing um, is quality over quantity. Um, I I know I've heard years ago about the VA, you know, having long waiting lists and maybe that's what had them change their business model to just, you know, cranking out numbers, but not um, uh, success stories. Right. Um, And so what's the solution to that? I mean, maybe a little bit into the legislation, but I mean, is it more funding? Is it
2: okay? I need to. First of all, I need to to quantify here that what I speak to in all of this is not to vilify the VA. And I think it's important to point out, um, above all, that there are great counselors that do great work that make a difference in veterans' lives. And they're giving their all in providing quality services the best they can to our veterans. And my hat goes off to them. I've dedicated my book to them and and the veterans that get services in the system, um, you know, so their hands are tied because of these bureaucratic, you know, policies that come down on what these standards have to be that force them into this ethical dilemma in choosing what they have to with quantity over quality. But the solution, I think, you know, in part, you know, I think that is part of the problem that that you identified is, you know, because of waiting lists, well, if people have to see more people and you force people to do more groups to meet those numbers and groups are very good. They are very beneficial therapeutically, but there are times when it's not necessarily clinically appropriate when somebody has PTSD or other related trauma issues that really requires, you know, one-on-one treatment. And and not to be in a group necessarily. Yeah. And this is where, you know, it it gets kind of dicey. So it's kind of a, you know, a, a mixed bag. And what's the solution? The solution is to get more counselors. That's right. There's a shortage and they don't fill these vacancies quick enough. And even if they did beyond that, they need to increase you know, the number of counselors they have in the system, especially while all this is going on, if you can believe this, they're increasing the eligibility requirements so more people can be seen at a time when people are, are having these excessive caseloads. And because the research shows, and so does um, the, the National Association of Social Work, you know, for, um, for services in community mental health settings, yeah. basically stipulates that there shouldn't be more than a 40 to 51 ratio of clients to to a counselor. So when it comes and to when, if I may say, mm-hmm. I I when I left, I had 71 on my caseload. Wow. I know people that have over 80. I know one case when somebody left the vet center, they ended up taking on a whole other case. So they had one hundred and fifty on their yeah. caseload you That's to to absolutely that. you can't do
0: that and when it comes to this subject you know when it comes to mental health and counseling um you know it, it's not a black and white there's so many um you know, gray areas, it's a nuanced field that it, it's hard to to quantify a lot of things. But one thing that, that you point out is caseloads that's a number. Um, and you don't have enough counselors. Well, there's a one way I'm pretty sure you can increase the amount of counselors is to pay them more. You know, more people will be chomping at the bit to get that job. And in order to do that, you get more funding. So when you hear, No, that's
2: not, that's not how that works.
0: You, no, if I may say, because so, it's not a matter of paying them more,
2: they're paid well, they're paid well compared to most of their peers, you know, on outside of the government system. The the issue is Mm -hmm. is creating more uh, positions for counselors and filling these positions quicker. And when someone leaves, it's not taking months and
0: months to fill
2: that position. So it it really it's funding just based on the merits of the need on that basis alone.
0: Well either way it leads to funding, right? Yeah, and the
2: Congressional Budget Office just came out in relation to the Vet Center Improvement Act, where nobody's having a problem with what they identified as far as what this is going to – Cost. I mean, you know, we have trillions of dollars in stimulus money that went out yeah. here over the last few years. You know, so why can't you know some, you know, some billions of that go to to help our our veterans? That's they, where they I was going. I mean, there's no excuse for that not happening.
0: We hear about so much, uh, you know, federal spending on things that that the average person d- doesn't really find important. And everybody has a family or friend um, that is in the military and and uh, appreciates our quality of life um, that that our military defends and would. Uh, approve of some sort of um, uh, or funding, or um, I've heard human infrastructure—that term thrown around. But if you really want to talk about it, let's increase funding to our, our uh, you know, VAs and get more counselors so you can get quality and quantity.
2: <laughs> right. Well, uh, certainly it's going to help. You know, the more counselors you have. It's going to help balance out there being more quality of care so Those case the people loads. currently in the system aren't overloaded with heavy caseloads.
1: Yep, and, and this affects, you know, like there's that saying with Kevin Bacon, the six degrees of separation. I would probably say okay. this is probably two to three degrees of separation from... The average American to knowing someone that is suffering from uh, PTSD or some other trauma related to uh, military service. And so it's Um, like I said, it's my dad, you know, Um, it's, it's, it's that close to me. Um, And I know I have like, we live in a military town, we have an Air Force base and a Navy base here. And I, I I opened up a surf shop with a gentleman that was had issues with this. um, And it's like, and it's, not just the PTSD, but the pains and the backs and the knees and the shoulders and all this stuff that they're Hearing. suffering from. Um, and as they age, it gets worse and worse and worse. And so it's a huge problem. Um, I could probably name five or six people off the top of my head that I know personally um, that are dealing with this issue. So one, I just want to commend you um, for, for doing what you did uh, to, and, and taking a stand for the truth because that's um, such a... An, uh, an, uh, high quality, um, uh, personal trait. It's, it's like you said, you paid a huge price to do that, but the, but the price that you paid is going to, um, uh, in my mind, because there is a light at the end of the tunnel, I think, you know, and the light's getting closer, you know, it's not this far off distance, tiny little dot anymore. Um, it's, we're starting to see, Hey, there is a solution to this and it's, it's coming. And, um, there's still a lot of work to do around it, but it's, we're on the right path thanks to people like you, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and to, to be an inspiration for others that are, are in your So, You did it first, right? Now all you need is your first follower. And once you get your first follower, then it becomes a movement, you know, because that first follower uh, uh, solidifies you as a leader in this moment. And um, the first follower uh, encourages others to do the same. And so I just want to put that out there. If there's anyone else that's in Ted's situation that is experiencing this to, you know, connect with him. Find out how you don't have to go through the pitfalls and the and the uh, challenges that he faced. he's he's gone first. He can now guide you to get to that path on the end and and to make this movement and solidify this movement um, to get if, the people that the the help and this that they need.
2: If I may interject here, this is very relevant. So the biggest thing people can do right now to support this cause because our veterans and those that care for them, Will greatly benefit from this, and this this is the legislation we were just talking about, the Vet Center Improvement Act, and it's very important. That's that would be Bill H R three five seven five. Again, H R three five seven five, and on the Senate side, S nineteen forty four. Again, S nineteen forty four to please um, everyone to. Contact your senators and congresspeople to support that legislation because it's probably coming up for a vote, even if amended to another bill, um, sometime within the next few weeks, as early as the next few weeks. So please support that legislation. Again, the Vet Center Improvement Act, S1944, and HR 3575. Also, if I may, the the next most important thing to do to raise awareness and to inspire corrective action, so that this compromised mental health care for veterans and the Vet Center program and the welfare of counselors, you know, um, being diminished no longer continues. It's important to frankly, from what I'm hearing from from my focus groups, people have got to buy my book, Broken Promises to get spun up on the issues and what's happening and to encourage others to do the same because more people that get that book in their hands is going to help raise awareness, inspire this corrective action to take place, so this never happens again to our veterans and those that care for them.
0: Well, Ted, thank you so much for coming on and putting a spotlight on that subject. That is going to have a beneficial, uh, you know, consequence to so many people and so many lives, including ours. Uh, you know, I appreciate you, uh, you know, putting yourself in in uh, the hot seat in order to do the right thing uh, and, and help so many people. Thank you for being here today, Ted. We really appreciate well, it.
2: Well, oh, I appreciate that. And and uh, do I have maybe two more minutes? Yeah, sure. Okay. And the reason I say that, this is very important for veterans and, and PTSD. There's an organization called the Association of Comprehensive Energy Psychology, ASEP, ACEP, that promotes energy psychology interventions such as emotional freedom techniques and thought field therapy, TFT, that is um, evidence-based and shows a lot of effectiveness in treating PTSD to the point compared to other interventions. It's shown to be effective in a shorter amount of time with longer lasting results where people can learn to do this on their own between sessions. And it's a, it's a vast resource that's very, it's the most effective thing I've ever seen to, um, to help with PTSD. And, the, and ASEP's um, website is just simply energypsych.org that has a lot of information about this, the research where people can even find practitioners in their area to help them with PTSD. And the last thing that I'd like to stress is there is a free service to veterans through what's called the stress solution that was set up. And this is a nonprofit organization, no cost solutions to veterans. Um, They use energy freedom techniques, EFT, and they've helped over 22,000 veterans that can set up free sessions with people, a free service offered to veterans um, to deal with their PTSD with these cutting edge uh, trauma effective interventions. And their website is www.stresssolution.org. Again, that's stresssolution.org. That's really important. That has helped a lot of veterans, um, you know, minimize and eliminate their PTSD symptoms.
0: Uh, Awesome resources there. Um, And and I'm really glad you got it. Uh, you know, a chance to put it out there and, and we're going to make sure we do our part to put it out there. Uh, I'm sure we could put a couple of those resources on the website and make sure we definitely uh, you will. Know, people have it handy. So uh, again, Ted, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, everybody make sure you get a chance uh, to uh, get a copy of broken promises. And um, after you read it, put it in someone else's hands
1: and that's VA broken promises.com to get a, to get a copy of that
0: book. Right.
2: VA broke, no, right. VA broken Breaking promises. Oh,
1: breaking promise.
2: .com. VA breakingpromises.com. Okay.
0: Crucial uh, uh correction, absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. That's Ted. Okay. Thanks Thank
2: you very on. much.
0: Thank you for being here. Thank Ted. you. Appreciate it. Bye. Okay. Hey everybody, thanks for watching this episode of the Commission Mission. I hope you got a lot out of it. We need you guys to like, follow, subscribe, whatever that action is for the platform that you're watching it on. And please leave a review. That's a great way of giving us a compliment.
1: And if you're listening to this show and you're interested in working with a great team in either the financial industry or real estate, uh, Mike and I have opportunities available for people to join our team. You can uh, find us at livingthatcommissionlife.com and go to the Join Us tab.
0: Highland Finance, helping you prepare for life. The profit your business brings in should go to you, not accidents, injuries, and hurricanes. Do a policy review on your general liability and workers' comp today. Our proven track record helps our clients prepare for life. Call 850-359-5989. Highland Finance.